Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. I hope and pray that it's a great morning. It's another day to wake up, to say thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord, for opening doors for me today. Thank you, Lord, that I can serve you, walk with you, and praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for this day. Lord, thanks for all those who listen. Thanks for those that care so deeply about the Word of God. Lord, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to truth, that we would respond, and we'd be better people because we listen to what you have to say. Lord, thank you, and I pray for the needs that are out there. Whatever's going on in people's lives, touch them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as I often mention, we have many choices on this earth to make. Choices that affect our future. Most of our choices have already had something to do with our future as it sits at this moment. You know, I'm just thinking, I think a lot about the future now that I'm the age I am and think about retirement and how that looks and how I'm going to make it and what and what could I do to uh, make things better for my wife. And I just, uh, I, you know, you think a lot about those things. I, I really look at investments. I look at things. I don't invest much. I don't have much, but I, I look at those things and I want to make the best decision possible. You know, I think in our lives, God wants us to, to make good choices about our future. But more importantly, our future with him, our future in loving God with our whole heart and soul and mind. I hope and pray this is the year that people step up, that people get back to church. They get back into the house of God. They start worshiping God together with the saints of God, and they can grow together. We just need to fill our churches with people wanting to serve Almighty God so we can help be a living witness in this world. Hopefully your walk with God is so strong that you would leave this world boldly to heaven, excited to get to heaven. I know I think about heaven. The other day I was having a lot of gastric issues inside my stomach, and it's because I'm taking iron now because I became anemic uh, recently. And I, in this iron thing, I didn't know how to take the pills necessarily the correct way. And so I've had horrible heartburn and reflux. I haven't had that in years and years and years. And then I started reading about it, realizing it's the way I'm taking my iron. So I'm making a choice to take it differently and to try to, to, to take away that pain. Because the other night, I just... I couldn't even go to sleep. I finally went up the lounge chair at two thirty in the morning and, and slept some. I did a lot of praying, but I and I started looking up things and realizing that it, the iron I think is the culprit of my issues. But so, what do you do when you find out you have an issue in life? Well, you change it. You change it. Well, when I think of bold, a word that comes to mind is connected to bold is courage. We should be confident in our faith in God that when it's time to leave, we leave with the courage and strength God has given us. You know, my brother uh, Dave, you know, he left this world with incredible boldness. My brother Dave had an amazing faith. He was a pastor for over 40 years. He followed my parents' footsteps and, and had a great ministry, ministered to, to so many people. And he came down with, I think it's 
called Walt, he called it the Walter Payton disease, same disease Walter Payton died of. And so he would, uh, his liver would get bad and he'd have to have it flushed. And they said that he could have it flushed four times before needing a transplant. And so he would, every time it got near, he would start turning yellow. He'd have yellow jaundice and then get it flushed. He'd be fine for a while. And I think that lasted for about 10 years, it seemed like to me. I'm just guessing. But uh, at age 65, uh, Dave uh, just finished his last flush and so was going to have a transplant, get on the list. But they found a tumor on his liver. And because of the tumor, he is ineligible for a transplant. So the doctor said, you may have nine months, maybe have uh, up to a year. And so Dave knew that. So Dave started preparing for his death. He started preparing to meet Jesus. And he got he, he downsized his home, got a, his wife into retirement center, paid off cars and, and just he he had it laid out and said, "Honey, I want to stay at home as long as I can, and if I get bad the last week, put me in a nursing home. But I don't want to go to the nursing home early." And he he came and shared to our men in the middle of that. Probably four months in, we had a huge turnout. We had about a hundred not huge, but one hundred and fifteen men met together, and and he shared his testimony. He said, "I want to live every day for the glory of God." I don't know how much longer I have, but I said, I know one thing, I'm trusting God and it's gonna be a great day when I get to heaven. And his attitude, he was the most courageous, amazing, amazing man of God. I miss him because I I would call him often. Him and I were very, very much alike. He was one of those that are was out in the world a lot and and, and met with people involved in things like I am and, and just a people's person. and. I mean, we called each other a ton. I was there the day that he passed. I went up to to Woodburn, Oregon, and because uh, I heard that he was in the home, and so I thought I better get there. I'm glad I did. Spent time with him, and he was, he actually had slipped into a coma. But I I said something funny. Day, you know, I was talking to him as if he's hearing me, and he heard me. He smiled, and then we, my wife, his wife, and myself, we went to have lunch, and his associate pastor stepped in and. He's, he sat with Dave and, and sang him hymns. My brother was a phenomenal singer. He had a, a world-class voice, just amazing, amazing voice, and loved to sing, sang in quartets, sang many, many, many solos, was on TV singing when he was young, and just an amazing voice. And uh, he was known a lot, known a lot for that. But he, but ben, uh, BJ, he sang him hymns while Dave was there. While we were at lunch, he passed away. But you know, at age 66, I mean, that's that's young. That's, I'm 68 now, and my brother died, uh, Dan, four years ago, suddenly at age 69. And so you, you never know, but David's ready. He, he was ready. He lived Jesus. To leave boldly, we must live by convictions, convictions, convictions. They're so important to us. We should stay strong to the convictions we have from Jesus Christ. Do they come from your upbringing? Do they come from your peers you hang with? Do they come from God's word? We all would answer that in different ways. My life's convictions were shaped by my upbringing, which was shaped by my parents' strong faith and knowledge of the word of God. Over the years, you and I also developed convictions about things by the different turns in life that come our way. 
I hope that you live by the values that stand uh, and you stand on God's word. Listen to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. You're probably wondering if I was going to get to the scripture here. I'm three quarters way through and I hadn't got here yet, but it said the grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of God stands forever. Yes, in this world, many things do not last. And things change so often, but God's word has lasted the years of time and is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you can count on it, folks. You can count on his word. You can't count on a lot of things, but you can count on his word. His word will not return void. There is power in the word of God. Too many times we allow our personal opinions to create values for our lives because we like something or because we try to justify something. In my over 40 years of ministry, I've dealt with people quite often who try to justify the sin in their lives. I can tell you this, if you live contrary to the Word of God, then I believe there is a big concern. Sometimes we have to throw out our own ideas and bite the pride boot to stand firm on God's word. They may say, well, my family might get mad at me. Are you living for your family? Are you living for Jesus Christ? Are you committed to him? Are you committed to something else? See, God wants to shape your character. Romans chapter 8, verse 29 says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. See, God wants us to live like Jesus Christ. He is our best example. He wants us to conform to our lives around him, the truth. He is the truth. He is the light. He is the way. You know, he is our example. Let's take a few moments to talk about character. I know there's a lot of things to talk about, and I know we're moving right along today, but but you'll join me tomorrow because I'm going to finish this tomorrow, and I think you'll want to listen. I know we love it when we hear that our schools are trying to teach character traits and trying to help kids focus on being good citizens. There are a few schools out there that really push that, and of course, there are many more that do, do not do much about it. They just allow it to take its course. Building your character is important. Problems help build your character. <laughs> wow, some of us thought ought to have a great character considered the problems we've had to go through, right? I'm sure some of you are saying, man, I should be the strongest guy ever or strongest woman ever because I've had to go through a lot. I had somebody tell me they had to go through so much this last year. People of God, I'm here to tell you we all do. I'm telling you, I've went through some amazing things the last five years, but God has been faithful and just, and he is there by my side. He's walked with me. He's led me, and I'm so thankful that I can turn to him. You know, I there's things you can run. You can run away from your problems, or you can tackle the issues of life. When you tackle the issues of life, folks, you're developing character. You know, and I just think that that that's so inva- that's so valuable. And I'm going to talk about that uh, kind of tomorrow to start off with. I got a little story to tell you tomorrow to to begin with, and and then we'll read and go through the word. I've got some verses from uh, Genesis tomorrow to share with you. But I am so glad that you listen to Christian Radio, and I'm so glad you listen to uh, KBX and listen to LifePoint. I ran into a wonderful family at the Cole Valley basketball game the other day, and. They told me that they listen uh, faithfully to the show, and I was so proud of that. That was such a neat thing. And they were phenomenal people, too. 
But folks, I hope you go out and have a great day and, and tune in tomorrow. Have a great one. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.